All right, it's over, it's done, and I'm I'm all the happier for it. Hey guys, this is your host uh, James. Welcome to More Than a Podcast. Um, yeah, this is a I don't want to call it a special episode because I was going to do it regardless, but this is definitely. Uh, one of the episodes that I couldn't wait to get through because my goodness, today um, of all days was the day that we got the reveal, the official reveal for the PlayStation 5. So uh, Sony went ahead and did that, and it uh, it was you know it was what it was. Well, you know if I if I can put it in the terminology of uh, I don't know some ways that many people can understand if. If Microsoft came out with a 357 Magnum, PlayStation, Sony came out with a triple barrel shotgun. <laughs> like, I'm I'm serious. Like, they really, honestly, just knocked it way out of the park. And before I get to what I saw and what was what was you know all revealed, I want to talk about the contrast and comparisons between the two reveals because I want to start by saying this I'm not a fanboy of either system it's not that I'm you know pro Sony or pro Microsoft but I'm a fan of games and I'm a fan of uh you know who is going to service the the gaming community better more efficiently and and playing out give us more fun to deal with so you know uh we had the Microsoft reveal and the one thing, okay, so with the Microsoft reveal, the one thing that, you know, that came across was it was really just about testimonials. It was just about how powerful it is and how awesome it is to develop on and how, you know, it's going to be the future. And it's fine, you know, like I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for talking up systems and selling it on the level of something that someone wants to know is going to leap you know make leaps and bounds make very huge leaps and bounds and i'm pretty sure that microsoft is going to do that however with their reveal they didn't really show games i mean they showed a few things um but what they showed i mean i look i don't even think i was the only one but it was just it was severely lacking and it was extremely underwhelming and that was just that's just my view okay that's me personally I, I walked away from that reveal, and I think I said out loud, is that it? But today, that has, uh, my you know, all the tension has, has been put to ease. I have been, <laughs> I have been buried and laid to rest in my, in my waiting for uh, Sony to reveal the PlayStation 5. And they, you know, the one thing that they did, okay, and this is where they did it right, was that they showed us what matters the most, and it's the games. Like, yeah, you, again, your 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 system can be strong, and your system can be powerful, and your system can be future-proof, and it can be, you know, it can be everything that you, you dream it to be, and you can have as many tech developers, and, you know, you can have all these people talking about how awesome your system is, but it doesn't really matter unless we see the games going on. Like, that's what really matters. And I think that's where Microsoft kind of missed the mark because Sony Sony hit that mark a lot today. A lot. A whole lot. 
not all bullseyes, but they definitely made a point to like really hit it out of the park every single time. They swung with 110% ferocity every single time. And a lot of the stuff was completely out of the park. Some stuff, you know, uh, grounders, <laughs> but you know, it was, it was entertaining and I, and I had fun. So with that all out of the way, let's talk about what we saw. So in, so I'm, Okay, so I'm going to be really quick. I'm just going to I'm going to just run down what I saw. I'm not going to give, uh, you know, a super long synopsis about anything, because I think the biggest benefit is for you as a listener to go and check it out yourself. I would even say stop this right now. Go check it out. Come back and then we can react together. I mean, that's a thing. But if you don't want to and you really want to just hear here, hey, I appreciate it. So uh, they started off the video on time. Well, I, I might I add it was on time and they started it off with a very nice montage of uh, some of the more stellar games that they've had on the PS4 um, from what will soon be the uh, the previous generation. And so they showed a lot of that good stuff. They showed a lot of those a, a lot of those standout titles. They showed a lot of titles that are even still coming to the PS4 just to kind of let you know, like this is an awesome system. This is where things have been and this is where still things are at so yeah go ps4 but then we had the the shift we had the shift and you know the the shift uh in, into the ps5 announcement it was actually kind of funny because the very first thing that we got in response to the the playstation 5 was the fact that uh gta online will be available at launch for uh the playstation 5 and it's going to have the caveat of one million dollars in game credit cash whatever you want to call it they're going to have that available for um players who uh i guess if you transition from ps4 to ps5 or if you're just a new player you're going to get a million bucks off the off the top i don't know how popular uh you know uh gta online is i've never played it i have not uh, had the pleasure or displeasure of playing uh, uh, GTA 5 so you know I'm, I'm not really in the know as far as like how robust that universe is I know I've seen you know a lot of YouTube videos uh, back when and I believe that it did come off as a surprise on how popular that it it had gotten but I yeah again I've never played it so if it's a thing then I guess why not right but you know what I, I feel like they could have done and it may have served them better is uh, if they would have tried very, very hard to uh, to announce Fortnite. I mean, listen, I don't even play Fortnite, but you cannot deny the gravity that is uh, undeniable with that game. And that that wouldn't be a hard game to port. You know, like if you really just need something to just uh have on the system right from the from the get-go then let it be let it be one of the most popular games uh in history i mean why not so that that i felt like uh i felt like the gta announcement is definitely something that will cater to people who want to make a transition i don't think it really speaks to anybody who wants to make a new a, a new decision because again, to me, I mean, GTA, I'm, I'm probably not even going to go in that direction. I'm not even going to look uh, at the GTA online. Uh, but, you know, if it was uh, 
if it was Fortnite, I know that could have definitely moved some some uh, units off the shelves. But, you know, it's not a bad thing. But then now see now this is one thing I really liked about Sony's uh, whole reveal. They staggered. OK, so they didn't just bombard you with a lot of good stuff in the beginning and then kind of lay off of you towards the end. They didn't really do the whole, uh, you know, one last thing type deal i mean they they really just kind of staggered everything so it was really high points and then there you know there was some teetering and then they just got right back up high never really dragging at all but it was just amazing how it was just kind of shifting so that everybody can catch a breath throughout the uh throughout the presentation so the first big breathtaker was the reveal of spider-man miles morales so um Listen, I'm not now I'll, I'll tell you right now and I know I'll probably be burned at the stake for this. I am not a Spider-Man fan. I I love that Spider-Man is popular, but I am not a Spider-Man fan. And I do realize that with the newer generation, um, you know, Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man, your Spider-Man is not my Spider-Man. Spider-Man today is Miles Morales. And, you know, there's Spider-Gwen and all, the, all these other new iterations, and that's fine. Um, but even still, I'm just not really somebody who's so bought into the universe. But I but once I saw it and first off, I went when I saw how awesome it looked when I when I saw just how amazing it looked, I said, man, this is really, really good. This looks really awesome. And the, what it did was it spoke to the future. It spoke to the future. It said, you know what? We we've catered to and I'm not going to say older gamers, but we've we've catered to an audience for a very long time. Now we need to transition that 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 audience. We need to usher out the people. Well, not really usher out, but we need to usher along, you know, the gamers who have been with us probably since PlayStation one. And we need to really line our focus with people who, you know, um, were probably little kids when when the PlayStation one was, you know, popular. And here they are, you know, able to make the decision to grab their own system. And where do you where, where better to start than with Spider-Man, Miles Morales? I mean, it is very apparent that they made a graphical overhaul. I mean, that game looks good. Spider-Man on PlayStation four looks amazing, but this one looked good. Um, it looked like it had some gameplay. um going on in there i wasn't too sure i mean it was everything was just so fast paced it was just so much going on it was so many so much swinging so much so much uh electricity and all this other stuff that was going on and uh you know i was just like okay i'm lost but i know it's spider-man and this is awesome um but you know it's gonna be it's this is this is uh, a title that is slated for holiday 2020 and i will tell you right now if they can make that date this is going to be another title that will definitely move uh, units off of the shelves. This will this will help the PS5 for anybody who's in the middle of the road, because you'll tell yourself, well, the system is this much money. Yeah, but they have Spider-Man and that's all you have to say. So um, after that, we uh, we transitioned into one of my favorite titles. Uh, Gran Turismo. So Gran Turismo is going back in. They're going into uh, their next numbered title, which is uh, Gran Turismo seven. And, you know, the one thing that I really appreciated about this reveal is that um, there was a formal address to 
you know, speak about not really the lacking. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, there was some lacking because the one thing about uh, Gran Turismo um, on PS4 that people felt like wasn't present was a campaign mode. And so, you know, people were clamoring for that. And, you know, I know because I had I had that version of uh, Gran Turismo. They did a lot of overhauling, a lot of things to, you know, make the online offering more robust. They did a lot of, you know, they did a lot of things to really future proof it. But at the same time, they I, I think they even understood we we've segregated a, a, a huge section of our of our audience and we have to get them back and they're going to do it because and this is one of those things where I say it's better to look and to see this than to listen to somebody give it to you secondhand. This game looks eerily realistic. I mean, those cars, I mean, I thought, I thought the cars looked good on the PS4. I thought they looked amazing, but they are nothing compared to what I saw on the PS5. It was just, it was just out of control. Amazing. It was like just so photorealistic. Um, they showed real time gameplay. So that was really cool. Showing that real gameplay was uh, was something that really gets people to say, you know what? I think I'll try that. It wasn't, you know, them rendering up, you know, something and, you know, making it look all stylistic. No, they were in the middle of in the middle of a race behind the wheel. You know, and and it just looked good. So, you know, there's a racing game for you guys who wants to, who wants to play. But and you know, and and you and and I know that there's like a divide because you got people who want to play more arcadey racers. You know, more like your um, more like your uh, what's the one on on uh the Xbox? I can't even remember. But there's that one, and it's an arcadey one. <laughs> Um, but people want to play that type of stuff, but then you got people who are just really enthusiastic and want to kind of tweak through cars on every level and Gran Turismo is that it's going to be cool. So, um, they didn't reveal a date for it. So, you know, there's that, um, another huge game. And again, the, something else that they've really been doing very well throughout their presentation is they have been touching bases with every gamer and and we'll get to that at the end but their next game that they revealed was uh ratchet and clank uh rift apart and that game looks really cool and that was another game where just right off the back you could just tell that there was a level of improvement graphically uh there was a lot of particle effects that i kept tripping out about i kept laughing every time something exploded into a million pieces and you know and uh sparks and and whatnots everything was just going on i was like okay this is this is this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. This is probably going to look a whole lot better when I actually, you know, get it in front of me. But um, then we got into some some obscure stuff, you know, titles that aren't so familiar by name. So Square Enix uh, is working on a project called Project um, Athea, which also doesn't have a date. Um, and speaking of uh, dates, um, Ratchet and Clank didn't have a date either. And that was all gameplay. Um and Project Athea, it, it Project Athea. When I when I looked at it, the one thing I told myself was this looks like the Unreal tech demo that they did, um, just a little bit beefier and more fleshed out. So you know there was a lot of jumping around and mountains and flying around and just you know. And it's really funny how a lot of trailers do that, 
where you know just a few twists of the of, of the protagonist you know maybe with a scarf or something and you know bubbly eyes and and you know electricity and just whatever and you're just like i'm sold take my money but i mean i i honestly i just kind of looked at it and it was just it was a lot of flash but there wasn't really anything that i could walk away and say okay i understand what that game is and i totally want it so um does it look interesting? I guess, uh, but I would wait to see exactly what the details are on the game. Um, there was another weird game uh, called uh, Stray, and this was by Annapurna, um, which is which also didn't have a release date. And this one didn't really show any gameplay. It was very stylistic, had a very uh, abstract artistic direction, which again, that's something that is going to be a constant theme through um, through this podcast. Um, but you know, it's just kind of, they were just kind of, uh, taking the camera through the environment, uh, in a populated world, just a lot of different beings, you know, so I couldn't really tell whether it was an action game or if it was just, uh, more of a narrative game. Like I couldn't really tell. So, um, I guess I'll have to look out for more details about that one. And then we got into a title that, kind of shades of mass effect well not really i I shouldn't even say that because then i'll be setting up uh expectations but um the game was is called returnal and again it was so obscure in observation because i couldn't really tell what exactly the game was trying to do there was a lot of um there was a lot of waking up and going to sleep and uh looked like recurring dreams and nightmares and it almost looked like uh control if you've ever played control on on uh ps4 or xbox um it almost looked like that but it was it, it looks like a female protagonist she looks like an older protagonist she looked about 40ish maybe maybe about 50 it was just weird i don't know like it like again these are these are these are games that that the, the the at the very least they draw enough they draw attention to just say i have to research what the heck this is because that just wasn't enough so hopefully we get a little bit more um then we got back into familiar grounds a little bit uh with a really cool title um sackboy a big adventure so we got a little big planet spin-off action platformer that looked really fun um i've never played any of the uh uh, little big planet games but i know that you know uh uh sack boy is kind of the unofficial mascot of the playstation and i think this is a cool game and definitely if they can get it out at launch this will be one of those kind of mario-esque titles that people would want to pick up uh to help sell the system especially if they bundle it with the system this will be awesome for people to have so there was that um, then there was another title and this one was a little weird as well. I, I just kind of got lost as far as like when I was observing what exactly it was. The game was called Destruction All Stars. And I guess the one thing where I was lost was where who are the All Stars? Because I don't recognize any of these characters. Like if this was kind of like a Smash Brothers type of game where it was a collection, you know, kind of like the PlayStation All Stars uh, game that they had way back when um then it would have been a different story but these were unique characters um it looks to be a it looks to be a multiplayer game because they had a lot of different unique characters so i told myself you wouldn't have that many unique characters if you weren't 
planning on making it a choice for multiple people. So there's a lot of different characters that you, that it looks like you can play as. It's a destruction derby, uh, futuristic type of game. So it looks like you're kind of like in this astro dome and, you know, all these neon lights and stuff. And, um, and yeah, you're just tearing away at cars. You're driving cars. Uh, they showed bits of, uh, of footage with people actually running, not driving. So a lot of weird stuff, but, you know, it was a something that's a little different and I'm pretty sure people are going to catch on to it and you know try it out. This will de- this is definitely one of those games that if you're not going to play Gran Turismo and you want something a little bit more arcadey, you're probably going to go after this, but who knows. Um then there was another game, uh Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which this game this game was more in the vein of like uh like Zelda and almost Pikmin. You know, you get you got these little helpers that they were showing in there and there was a lot of exploration that was going on. Um, but the one standout was was the protagonist who you're a, a, a female protagonist and she seems to have these these uh, powers and manipulation. Uh, she carries around a wand and her wand seems to be multifunctional because at one point she was shooting arrows and, you know, it was really interesting. And I think that's another one of those games that is going to be cool for people who like to play the more abstract and who want to try something different that's away from the norm. So I think that's something that will definitely appeal to people who really want to, you know, walk on a different side and just say, you know what, I tried something new. So there you go. Um, Something else that was super different and I really kind of walked away not understanding too much was a game called Goodbye Volcano High. So this looks like it'll be uh, more of a narrative game. Uh, this one looks like it is uh, animated. So um, it's an animated game, uh, a lot of dialogue. Looks like you uh, you may play as multiple protagonists uh, throughout the game. Um, looks like they're dinosaurs or maybe dragons or something rather. It it was just really hard to get a feel for it, but it's in it's in the it's it's in a concept of them going through their last days of high school so um something that may speak to a younger crowd um it does have a very abstract uh you know kind of approach so i mean maybe it'll sell i don't know um but sometimes some sometimes sometimes strange is good and then sometimes it's just like i don't know how much strange i can take you know and this one it's just a little bit much and i you know like i don't find myself uh, rushing up to GameStop to go and, and pick up this title, but you know, to each his own. Um, Oddworld coming back. Uh, they have Oddworld Soul Storm. Um, you know, looking at the trailer, uh, it looked like basic, you know, Oddworld games before it. Um, just, you know, more expansive environments look like better graphics. Uh, but again, who's to say what things have been implemented into the game that they haven't revealed yet? So I'm pretty sure there's a lot that they're going to um, tell us moving forward. Um, Shinji Mikami was on. And this is one of those things that I love. I love when I can recognize a developer because then that tells me th- that tells me the hope of what type of game, you know, I'm going to be getting. So when I saw Shinji Mikami, the first thing I told myself was. I'm going to get a horror game, you know, and this one is kind of sort of a horror game, but it seems more like horror action. Um, the game is called Ghostwire Tokyo, and it'll be released in 2021. And I'm 
I'm a little lost on what you do. It's first person. Uh, you do you're you're a you're a protagonist who it looks like you go and you're exercising demons with like a nimpo or maybe like a uh mikio techniques you know like with like where they switch the fingers around and do all these different finger shapes and you know they call on different elements and status effects and it looked cool it looked really cool um but knowing shinji mikami there has to be something more scarier than than what i saw because it just looked more action oriented but i am very very interested in seeing what uh what exactly there is you know behind the rest of that curtain but one thing i did tell myself i said if if at some point they decide to reveal either playstation vr 2 or you know the compatibility of playstation vr with the playstation 5 this is going to be a perfect game to play in it. It looked really, really interesting. It looked very, very good. It looked very, um, it looked like a game that, that is, you know, developed as a top tier game. And I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of people treat it as such, because the last thing you want to do with a game like this is like, let it just kind of get swept under the rug. I think this is going to be a cool game. I think a lot of people should play it and I'm excited for it. Um, there was another game kind of came by called jet i don't know what it was it looked really weird there was godfall that they showed that's going to be out holiday 2020 there was a uh, solar ash which looks like it's a spiritual successor of hyper uh, light drifter which was a really cool ps4 game um there was also the reveal of hitman 3 which that one had the most definitive date out of every game that is to be released short of the gta online which will be uh, uh ps5 at launch hitman 3 will be out in january of 2021 uh then there was astro's playroom which i i'm gonna say this so it looked like they sort of kind of revealed the home screen not really the not really the user interface but there was like a press start to start the system the console or whatever and it looked like ps4 and ps3 before it and i was a little lost so i just kind of told myself i really 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 hope that that's not what it's going to look like i hope that you know the the user interface looks a whole lot more robust i want it to look different i still want it to have like a nice little jingle or sound or ambiance or whatever you want to call it i still love that but please don't let it look like what i just saw because that looks like ps3 or ps4 and i need something different um but astro's world um is in vain of you know kind of like your freeware game that i'm pretty sure is going to be on the console at launch uh you know for no dollars involved for people who may not take the uh, plunge to get themselves the console and a game uh, or maybe they won't they maybe they won't have the ability because maybe only the consoles are left or whatever the case is but this seems like one of those games that that will that you'll be able to you know, at the very least, continue to have some kind of experience uh, with the PlayStation. So um, that looked awesome. A uh, lot of different game modes they were doing, kind of like an action adventure. But like I said, it looks it looks more freeware to me. So you know, I'm I'm assuming that that's what it's going to be. Um, there was another game that was called Little Devil Inside, and Little Devil Inside 
that one that one looked weird it kind of looked like it, it was also stylistically done it uh, had a very abstract uh art sense and it almost looked kind of sort of like paper mache but not really kind of like cloth material i don't know it was weird um it looks something like you play as a protagonist who is in an adventure world but you're affecting somebody that's in a real world scenario like you know like our world scenario like cars and houses and apartments and stuff but in the opposite world it's like you're fighting on you know vast terrains with like you're climbing mountains and stuff and i i don't know like again a lot of the stuff that i saw i felt like man they really have to flesh this out somewhere else because i don't know what i just saw um and that's one of them that i definitely need to see more about um and then something that they definitely had to do was address their sports fans and they did so they uh they announced that uh nba 2k 21 is going to be out fall 2020 um which is funny because you know the one thing that they always do this never fails with any new system you always get like a crap ton of games out on the shelf way before and this is probably going to be one of those games that's going to be out on the shelf just raring to go before they even release the system um but i i had a question when i was watching this i said why do these sports why do these sports developers think that every new generation of system we're sold on the idea of the sports game by how much the players sweat like it doesn't matter to me like they show zion williamson and he's you know he first they show him doing a partial testimonial about his involvement in you know in uh the 2k game and then they show you know the graphics and everything and i just told myself okay looks like 2k that's fine it's always been a very nice looking game but why the heck is he sweating so much and why am i so interested in how much he's sweating or why would i be interested in how much he's sweating i would not and i think that <laughs> they need to stop they could have showed you know show me some more stuff involving them on the court you know show me some actual gameplay so that was just a rendering um you know it was just basically for them to just say hey yes we're gonna be there and we're gonna release our game no madden though so that was interesting i mean maybe later we'll get something um then there was a game called bug snacks uh looks like it that one another one that was weird it was uh you play as looks like you play as pieces of food and there was a talking walrus and it's made by the creators of Octodad. So if you're down for that, then there you go. Now, I'm going to take this moment to take a breath. And I just want to say this was the point where if at any time I use an expletive that isn't friendly for my podcast, it was when this part of the reveal came and this is something and i'm going to just go ahead and go all the way in about this they released the trailer for demon souls holy yeah like wow now it's a wow for me on a different level than it is a wow for other people maybe because for me i'm a huge i'm a huge dark souls fan and I'm a huge Bloodborne fan. I'm a I'm a, I'm a bigger Bloodborne fan than I am uh, a Dark Souls fan. But I've always had this discussion with people, and it's always come down to the same consensus: if you enjoy these, 
you have to play Demon Souls because that is where it all started. And I was like, I'm not going to go back and get a PS3 and I don't want to do that. And it's just going to be a waste of money and maybe they'll remaster it for the PS4. And I waited for a long time and it never came. And it's fine. And I would have never expected this in a million years. And it was perfect. That was perfect. Now, this is what I'm going to say to Sony. You have to release this game day and date of your system because if you do this is going to solidify your hardcore audience this is going to help you sell so many units it's probably not going to be the most popular uh game on the system but it is a big difference maker in your hardcore audience because as a hardcore fan i would pick this up day one no matter what I could go in there with the with the thought that I wanted to pick up Spider-Man, but I'm going to also pick up Demon's Souls. It's not a discussion. It wouldn't be a discussion. It can't be a discussion. And even if it was, on some level, if I said I can only choose from this or that, it's going to be Demon's Souls. So do us all the favor. Release Demon's Souls day and date when your system drops. Thank you. Um, so with this, so with that, um, they, they showed their first, well, not, well, no, cause I've already talked about a first person, but this one was a proper first person shooter and it was called death loop. And I liked the style of this one because it was a very grindhousey, uh, type of, uh, video game. If you don't know what grindhouse is, go look it up. Um, but it had a lot of weapons. It had time manipulation and it just looked outright fun. And I'm super hyped, very excited. I don't. They can take all their time to cook this and make sure this game is right when it comes out because it's going to be fun. And I know people are going to latch onto this. Now, I'm not the, the, you know, my biggest question is not whether this has multiplayer, but I know that's going to be a factor. I would ask the developer, just do yourself a favor and include the multiplayer. So nobody's complaining at the end of the day. Um, but it looks really, really fun. But what I told myself when I looked at the trailer, I said, this looks like Dishonored, just a little bit. I mean, t you go take a look at the trailer and you tell me what you think, because I think it looks like Dishonored. And then we get into another trailer. Oh, man, the next trailer after this. This was another uh, holy you-know-what moment. <clears throat> so they're going through this trailer, and I'm thinking, okay, and I'm and, and I'm taking notes because I had to do this this show. So I'm taking my notes and I'm writing down words like Victorian era, you know, um, uh, old timers, guns, snow, stuff like that. <clears throat> and and then towards the end, like like they were showing like women with babies and I'm like, OK. And then you had this trinity of women with these big church hats on. And you had this guy pointing a gun at this lady and all this other junk. And I'm like, <clears throat> I can't understand what I'm looking at, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be something that's going to be interesting. And it's only going to be for a limited audience because it doesn't really tell me much. And then they showed some something that looked like a werewolf or something and so and that's what i wrote i literally wrote werewolf i said oh great they're making a game that you play as a werewolf 
or you or or you yeah you play as some kind of yeah some wolfman that's what you're gonna play as they're finally gonna do a game where you're tearing people to shreds as the wolfman and then it happened they showed the title of the game and it was village not village it was resident evil 8 my goodness i almost flipped out of my chair it it looks amazing it looks absolutely fantastic um i couldn't tell who that protagonist was in the trailer because there was somebody in there and i don't think it was chris i'm really interested in who it was but all i know is that somebody was trying to get up for some help and they <laughs> they filled their chest with a uh uh a few uh bullets so whoever it is is no nonsense and not really taking any um but it looked it looked interesting i that's another thing where even though it was a familiar title i still need more context and i need to see more of where how the plot's connecting to all the weirdness that i saw before i know i i found out that it was resident evil so um you know looks like it's gonna be something then there was another trailer that came out and this one, I don't know if it was because my attention was drifting or what, but I didn't get the title. All I know, it was a, it was a trailer. There was this astronaut-looking man, and he was walking in New York, and then there was this little girl, and weird. She had a weird cat that was that was zipping in and out of reality, and then all of a sudden, the astronaut and the little girl are together, and it looked like it was going to be a game about an escort mission, and I never got a title. So I don't know. I don't know what the game's going to be called. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. But then again, screw all that because then we got to our our last great game that they revealed on the system and it is the one that people have been asking about for a long time. No, it's not God of War 2. It was Horizon Forbidden West. Uh this is another a series that I have not had the pleasure of playing through. Um but this game looks very interesting and I would be really at a disadvantage if I said that I was not interested in picking this game up. Now, I probably didn't pick the first one up because I'm I'm a I'm a man of very few chances. And so I probably just didn't take one of the few chances that I had left. And, you know, if at some point I have to take another chance, I'm definitely going to do it this time because the game looks amazing. The game looks really, really cool. Uh, still very traversial, different environments. You know, um, the animals, I say that loosely, just look phenomenal. And towards the end of the trailer, that big mastodon that they showed, man, oh, man. I mean, I, I can't wait. Um, didn't show a uh, release date, but that's one of those games that you just don't care. You just want them to do it right, make sure they do it justice, and make sure that it comes out spinning on all cylinders because it's going to be a heck of a game when it does drop. So then we started coming towards the end of the reveal. And now this was the part where, you know, where it gets a little tricky because, you know, you're you're asking yourself okay they've showed us all the games now it's time to see what we're going to be playing on now again i'm taking notes mind you and i'm literally writing down i hope this is a tower 
okay? Like, that's what I wrote. And the way that they had, like, because if, if you look at the scene, there's, like, the morphing, uh, you know, entity, and it's, like, moving into all these different shapes and, and sphericals and, and rectangles and just whatever. And, and then out comes the PS5. And I got to say, I think it looks amazing. I think it looks awesome. I think it looks like a huge step in the future. But I know it's going to get a lot of flack. I know a lot of people are going to write memes about it and do, you know, the trolling that they do. But I think it looks awesome. I will say it looks like it was inspired by the uh, skyscrapers out in uh, in Dubai. But, you know, outside of that, it, it looks like a cool system. It looks like something I want sitting in my house. It looks like the one thing that will stop somebody and they will say, whoa, whoa, what's that? like oh whoa that was that or 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 if if the playstation is is popular they're gonna be like oh you have a playstation 5 oh my goodness i you know like i i you you'll notice it right off the back over any and everything it looks wildly unique it looks uh, yeah I, yeah I'm, i'll say it all right it looks better than than the playstation uh than the uh xbox series x looks way better now they showed all kinds of different stuff they basically it's like you're it's like the 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 uh setup for the mass the the max consumer the one who wants to get everything so they show the uh they show the headphones they show the digital media remote they show the hd camera they show the controller docking station and they show the actual controller which is going to have the haptic feedback and all of the different sensories it's going to be so much different than the controller that we know i can't wait to get my hands on it um and it looks awesome but the one thing that really made me jump for joy is they are going to do two versions out the gate they're going to have the basic version that everybody's going to go out and they're going to get tons of them and that's going to be fine and that's for all the people who don't want to move from the past it's like go ahead keep buying your disc but then they got the one that's about the future it is the digital edition and i am happy yes i am somebody who for for a choice i don't want to pick up disc i don't want to pick up physical disc and now you're telling me that you're going to support my choice that is great I am happy. I am so happy. Happy that they are not making this a side thought. This isn't like a caveat to their light additions. This isn't like saying, oh, we're going to do a reiteration of our system now that we're going to cut the cost on development and we're going to make one without the optical drive so you guys can be, have fun too. No, they're making one without the optical drive in the beginning. And that's cool because I am not someone who consumes that type of medium anymore or so I've been trying to walk away from it. And I think that that is serving the better purpose of future, future proofing is it, it, you know, like, listen, I'm all about, you know, I'm, I'm all in support of people who want to play games that are backwards compatible and they want to do all this other stuff. That's fine. But there are some of us who are just worried about moving forward and not worried about what's in the past. And that's that's me. 110 percent and and listen i'm in a beneficial position i'm not saying i'm in a better position but i'm in a good position i got good internet i'm in california i can afford to you know have a system that will take you know just an hour to download something when it takes others you know maybe a couple of days 
I'm just fortunate in that. But it also helps me make a better choice for myself because I'm somebody that I just I live to not clutter. I don't want to have a hundred and one disc all over the place and, you know, scratching them and losing them and accidentally breaking them and dogs chewing them up and crunching them up and, you know, friends borrowing them and they get stolen like there's nothing that can get stolen on digital people people talk so much and this is a whole different conversation so we won't get too deep into it but you know people talk about about oh well you don't really own the game and and blah 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 blah. i'm pretty sure that i can go on ps3 right now and still play the games that i bought when i had that those games digitally i'm pretty sure i'll still be able to do the same thing on my ps4 and i'm gonna be able to do it on ps5 and that's going to make me feel like somebody who is getting exactly what they want. And I could not be more happy. Now, what about things that they could have done? Okay. Now, here's another thing. They still haven't said anything about the price. They still haven't said anything about the price. So that's a little scary because everything that they show was awesome. And you know how, you know, it's kind of like going on a car lot. It's kind of like going on a car lot. You see something you like, hey, this is nice. Yeah, it has this button, that button, has the moon roof, has the sun roof, has this bell, has this whistle. And yeah, this is going to be $40,000. What? You know, like, <laughs> like what? $100,000. What? You know, like, you, you it's just not, it's not a go. So, Hopefully they keep it competitively, competitively priced, you know, consumer wise, because they don't want to undercut themselves so much where they're losing money. But at the same time, it has to be like they've said it officially that they're going to, you know, they their aim is to make the price attractive. But I'll be the first to tell you the most attractive price I've ever met was free. So it's probably not going to be too attractive, but I hope it's somewhere in that comfortable spot i can't really say what i'd be willing to spend for a system that's still really hard but based on what i saw today i don't think i'd blink twice about whatever it was i think they could have asked me for pretty much close to anything and i would have been like okay for sure (laughs) you if you're gonna have all that yeah for sure you know, and and it's it's also it's also another conversation on how much are these games gonna cost. You know, like are the games gonna are they still gonna be sixty bucks or are they gonna go up? Like, what's the deal? Who knows? I don't know. But hey, that's a that's a, enough for me. What did you think about the uh, whole presentation? Did you enjoy? It? Did you like the games that you saw? Did you want to see more? Was there a game that didn't show up? Was there a feature that didn't show up? Was there something that didn't happen that you wish was going on or did everything just happen just right the way that you dreamed and thought and everything was just completely amazing either way i'd love to hear from you guys you can always hit me up on uh email email at more than a podcast.com and i am always on the twitter so you can uh look up more than a podcast on twitter and uh come and talk to me and we can discuss things But with that being said, I want you guys to do me that favor. Stay safe, take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.